0: ever wished that you could hear other people's conversations about being a disciple of Jesus, about the ups and downs, successes and failures, strengths and struggles of becoming more like Jesus. Not in an intrusive, eavesdropping, nosy, creepy kind of way, of course, but in a way that gives you insight and encouragement as you learn what it means to become more like Jesus. Well, Welcome to the para podcast welcome to the para podcast season 1 finale uh, we, we we're not watching some show on some streaming service or something there's not a big cliffhanger we're not gonna leave you with a cliffhanger going into the next season to make sure that you tune back. This is packaged as season one because it's designed, these last 12 episodes plus this one, they're designed to go along with the Paradivo book. So there's an introduction episode, and then there are 12 episodes, including this one, that go along with each week of the Paradivo book that are conversations related to the content from that week. So the, the model is read some scripture, read some devotional content, uh, respond, uh, in writing or in the book or in your own journal about like what is God saying to you through the scripture, through the content, um, through your prayer, and then get together face-to-face with your pair partner to process what the Lord has been saying to you. And so that that carries on for 12 weeks uh, through this journey of becoming more like Jesus, not because like these 12 weeks contain everything you need to know to become more like Jesus, but because... It's a resource that's designed to help you start that process or lean a little bit, maybe more intentionally or a little bit harder into that process and to share that journey with somebody else. Um, That's why it's called para, means with or alongside. And so uh, this episode uh, goes with the last week of the Para Devo book. So if you've been going through the book as you've been listening to these episodes You'll know, because there's like two pages left in the book at this point, like you're coming to the end of that. Well, moving forward, beginning with season two, which will be the next episode, we will continue this pattern of, um, or this model of inviting you to listen to conversations about disciples of Jesus Christ, talking about what it looks like to become more like Jesus in real life. There just won't be a book to go along with it. But our hope is that you will continue to listen to these conversations, that the Lord will use them to spur you on in your journey as you hopefully continue to meet with your para-partner. And we'll talk about what that looks like uh, here in just a little bit. So uh, we began this whole para-podcast journey with the lead pastor here at JaxNAS, Bryce Gernand, and myself talking about uh, how we got started and where this all came from. And so we're wrapping up season one the same way. So welcome back to the podcast, Bryce. Hey, thanks,
1: man. We're, we're, we talked about this. We're like a para sandwich aren't we it yeah. we we were episode 1 and now we're episode 13 and just like any good sandwich it's really not about the bread it's about all of the really good stuff in between mm-hmm. and there's been hopefully lots of good stuff that um everybody's been growing from so what what would your ideal sandwich be if mm. the good
0: stuff is a real sandwich yeah
1: Yeah. So I'm a sucker for anything Buffalo related. You know, I, I, uh, much to the chagrin of my restroom later, uh, I'd just be honest. I just, it rips me to shreds, but I can't resist it. I just can't, I can't resist it. Mandy makes fun of me all the time. She's like, why did you do that? And I'm like, well, they were called Buffalo blasts for more than one reason, you know? And so, uh, anyways, that's that's my sandwich. You can't, can't get away from it
0: when i was in high school my my like best group of guy friends and i and then into college this is one of the ways we stayed connected we loved going to mongolian barbecue this Ooh, isn't buffalo related but the other part of your <laughs> of you, what you shared made <laughs> me think of this and we would we would go to mongolian barbecue and we would like eat our weight in food cuz it was expensive for a bunch of poor high school and college kids and so we just got our money's worth but the tradition was the very last bowl of the night was the spiciest concoction we could Mm. come up with. So they were like, if you don't like spicy stuff, avoid the three C's, you know, curry and cayenne and crushed red pepper. And so we went and we got a bunch of all of those and anything else that looks spicy. And we just used like meat that didn't, like really absorb it well. It's so like sausage, you know? And, oh, and mercy. The guys grilling would like be crying because the <laughs> spices were so thick. And and then we'd get back to the table and my best friend would always put on it this sauce called Dave's Bottom Tickler. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. And the name of that sauce, you were telling like yeah. they're called Buffalo Blast for more reason oh, than man. one. Made me think of Dave's Bottom Tickler. I never, I never put that on there because I was like, I don't need any assistance (laughs) with that. And I also don't want to intentionally invite that. So our
1: our apologies to episode 13, (laughs) um, that how it's. Started, how, it's starting. how things have started. I apologize. <laughs>
0: uh, your sandwich? My sandwich would be a club, any kind of club sandwich. All right. I love bacon. Basically, like you add BLT to a sandwich, bacon, lettuce, and tomato mm-hmm. and and mayonnaise for me too. And I'm like, I'll eat it. Yeah. You know? Good. Just love a club sandwich. I love bacon. Nice. So this is this is uh you'll read in the Devo book this week, like this is commencement day. Uh so so this like just like high school or just like all of elementary school and high school, right? You go through this whole process, you get to graduation day in the ceremony that they hold to celebrate your graduation. The completion of all of this stuff that you've just done is called commencement. But the word commence doesn't mean finish or conclude. It it means to begin a new thing. Mm. So as we wrap up this chapter of the para journey, we are commencing into a new thing, a new season. And so I wanted to start with this is kind of a callback to the first episode. What what comes immediately next after like this leg of the journey of two partners working together, uh, meeting together to talk about what God is doing through this resource as they've been going through the book together? When we started this whole journey and, and started building this model, you had a very specific kind of framework in mind related to groups. So with this journey in groups. And so I just want to like return to that to remind our para participants like what our recommended next step is to get the most out of this whole journey. Because as you're commencing from just like, you know, when you graduate high school, you either go to college or or you go to trade school or you begin a career um, or, or some sort of work. You don't finish high school and then just stop doing right? Stop working, stop striving, stop achieving. You just move on to the next thing. So what is the next thing after this commencement? What are they commencing into?
1: Yeah. So you're, you're talking about specifically with the para plan that we have in place. Yes. So that was a lot of peace. Yeah. Um. I always have to slow, like when I say para, I say it and then I pause for yeah. a second. We didn't want people to walk together for 12 weeks Sharing, you know, because all of our groups that happen in the church very seldom are they ever one on one, you know, right? Or one on two, even one on three, you know. Um, and so this one on one journey, um, has been a, has been a, it has been a journey for everybody. And we've, had, we've heard really good stories throughout, things that I just, I sit back and I go, yo, God, you're so good. Mm-hmm. You're so good. That's so awesome. People who have been so intentional and so, so faithful. Now, But the truth of the matter is, relationships are also messy. Mm-hmm. So there could be people that are listening right now and they go, Man, I'm just glad we made it to the twelfth week, you know, or the thirteenth week. Sure. Um, this has been hard to line up schedules or maybe our personalities don't really mix very well. And and that's all okay because relationships aren't perfect at all. And this has been about the greatest relationship, and that's you making space to become more like Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so the next journey, just because we didn't want to just kind of throw these relationships off the cliff and uh, you know, say goodbye and and like a like a Christian camp uh, relationship where it's like I love you, and then they're like I'll never talk to you again, you know. <laughs> um, and so we want we wanted to provide space for these para partners to be able to jump into a group life at Jackson's Church together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're heading into our summer semester with groups at the church, and um, and so here in, here in a few weeks, and w- depending on when you're listening to this, and and sign-up periods will happen, and you'll have a chance to, as these two people who have done this awesome journey together, this para journey together, um, to join another group, not led by either one of you, mm-hmm. but just your your participants together in it. And the hope is that that will just continue to foster that relationship, yes, but it'll also show you know, those of you who are para-learners who you may not be real up on groups at Jackson's Church. It gives you a chance to kind of cut your teeth a little bit mm-hmm. on group life at Jackson's Church, which we do 3 times a year, and it's it's a big part of what we do And, and as, as far as our community and growing in Christ likeness and becoming more in our church, it's through group life. And so, that's what they're going to do. They're going to jump into a group semester together.
0: It's a lot easier to try something brand new when you're going into it with somebody you know Mm -hmm. and somebody you trust. And our hope is that every para-partnership has been one of trust, Mm -hmm. right? That over the course of these last three months or so, like you've been able to develop this, because you're talking about pretty personal stuff pretty often, right? This relationship of trust so that you can enter into these groups together. Some of our para-leaders are group leaders too or have been in the past group leaders too the the thing is we don't we don't want you to lead a group we don't want you to invite your partner into a group that you're leading cuz then you don't have the same experience you're not you're not sharing the experience of participation in the same way as if you both just join the group so there's this there's this encouragement and accountability and safety in entering into something together
1: and there's something to you know it's worth saying that whatever group you join It'll feel different than what this uh, this para group has felt like. Um, you know, this one on one journey that that you guys have had, it's been special. Mm-hmm. There's something special about it. There, there's not many places in our lives where this kind of a one on one thing happens like this, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And, and and even in churches there's not a lot of places where this happens that's why this is so important mm-hmm. so you're going to go into a group where you guys have this this experience together and the rest of the people in the room you might not know at all you know right. and so um it, but it's important to to remember that in those rooms gathered around those tables or around in those couches or whatever are people who joined a group because they wanted to become more, Mm -hmm. you know, they wanted to become more. And so um, there there's friends to make and there's something new to learn about Jesus.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And then maybe some people in the group you join will be people you already know at the church and you get an opportunity to, to connect with more or differently. And, and maybe most likely you'll meet some new people. And maybe those relationships will carry on beyond the group as well. And maybe they won't. And all of that's okay. Yep. All of that's okay. Uh, it's a good reminder. Being in a group is a good reminder that you're not on this journey alone. Yep. And we love that about groups. It's super important. Uh, so that's our, that's our goal for the next step for everybody in this group. So we go from like, here's a book. With like very specific, like on Monday of week one, read this, reflect on this, talk about that to like, look at this listing of groups and pick one that the two of you are both interested. Maybe it's a Bible study. Maybe it's a, cause we're coming up on summer. There are some outdoor groups like a biking group and a walking group and a hiking group and that sort of thing. Uh, so you get a little bit of say into the content that you're, that you're tackling next And then after that summer semester ends, so that's another 12 weeks because every group semester is 12 12 weeks long. After that period of time ends, then the church is no longer saying, and here's the resource, right? From here is a specific resource and a specific structure to here is a structure and you choose the resource to, and now it's up to you. Mm -hmm. What happens next With you and your partner, the church is no longer saying, uh, like holistically, across the board, this is what everybody should do. Uh, But we're letting you decide as partners what it looks like next. Because at that point, like your relationship should be the driving factor. We don't want you to be like overly dependent on the church to help you figure out what to do next. And honestly, by that point, we're like six or seven months into the process by then. We think you'll you'll know what you want to do next.
1: Yeah, it could be that it's just. It could be that it's texting every every once in a while. It could be that there's you're grabbing lunch once a month. It could be that your families have grown together, and so mm-hmm. you do something regularly with them. It could be that you just see them at church, and it's like, hey, there's that friend mm-hmm. that we shared. A a great time of growth together, and I'm and we're thankful for one another's lives, and just just knowing that that's there, and -hmm. and not not even having to force anything. It could be all kinds of different things that that these relationships uh, move into next, but um, but that's that's up to you guys and Mm -hmm. and God to carry that on.
0: Yeah. So as we're launching para partners out of the book and into group life and beyond. What encouragement or advice would you have to share with them, or maybe even like, what's your what's your kind of heart's desire, or your hope for them as their pastor?
1: We have throughout this process helped um, those who are listening either be reminded of and strengthen practices that help them grow in Christlikeness, or others who are listening who they they've never they've never tried out prayer they've mm-hmm. they've never tried out bible reading or community or giving or whatever it is and i think what we what i would want them to know is that these are just practices these are just tools mm-hmm. these are disciplines as some people call them that uh, and we say this of, often they make space for god to show up and do what only he can do it's not us making this herculean effort mm-hmm. to to oh I, I gotta pray to get in good with god no it's you're already you're already good man like mm-hmm. th- this is you learning to communicate with your heavenly father you know oh i gotta i gotta read my bible because you know won't god be upset if i don't no it's it's you reading and finding that all of scripture is a pointing to becoming more like jesus and reflecting um, God's image to this world. And so enjoy that, you know, and mm-hmm. and try new things. And so I guess, you know, I, I think that uh, a few weeks ago in a message we talked about, it was either being dressed for the long haul, at, uh, you know, at our church, Jackson's church, that we was dressed for the long haul or being dressed for the win. I forget which one it was, but we talked about these age old practices that we're never going to get away from. And, and, and there's reason for that. So everybody that's listening, including myself, James, Mm -hmm. including you, Mm -hmm. I, I don't want us to ever give up the fight and the effort to make the space for God to show up. And oftentimes, the making of that space includes things like prayer, includes things like scripture reading and reflecting includes things like community. And so for those listening, I just don't want so you said as your, as their pastor, what do you mm-hmm. want them to hear? Mm-hmm. Don't give up on those things because mm-hmm. in prayer, you're learning to listen to to God. You're learning to share honestly and openly with God. We've we've read about that in in scripture reading. Um oh man, it's amazing what what God's word says. About itself, you know, <laughs> about it's a light to our path. It, it brings light to our eyes, it's sweeter than honey, the sweetest honey from the comb. It's, mm-hmm. it's just the benefits are so amazing and so much wisdom in scripture. And we, we find out what God is like. We find out what reflecting God's image is like in this world um, as we become more like Jesus. And so, and then community, we were never meant to do this thing alone. Whether it's groups or whether it's some other kind of effort, you know, these things are all—they're not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. They're not going away, and these things help. They're tried and true. They're gifts to help us become more like Jesus because of the space that they make for God to show up and speak Mm -hmm. and to move and to transform us.
0: That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing all of that. Um, I think. My, my advice would be to, to give yourself some grace and be patient with yourself because God gives you lots of grace and he's patient with you. So as you are um, devoting yourself to these things and you're, and you're working it out and you're staying committed to them, you just made eight commitments. Like if you, if you completed all of those commitment days on Fridays throughout the book, eight of these 12 weeks were commitment days. And the number eight isn't a large number, but when you're talking about commitments and putting practices or disciplines uh into like making them a regular part of your life, one of the things that prevents me from doing like daily devotions like in the U Version Bible app or or devotional books more often, I tend to like read scripture and write in my journal. That's my that's my go-to thing. What keeps me from doing these types of devotions more regularly is that they're like at the end of each day there's some kind of like really great reflection or application and then it moves on to the next day and then it moves on to the next day and then i wrap up my 5 or 7 or 14 day devotion and then i'm like well now what and i'm intimidated by all of the things i've just processed and i don't do anything with any of them i don't want that for any of our para partners and so like from the airing of this episode to the beginning of the summer semester there's a, there's a few weeks. And so depending on when you started in the journey, you you may have a couple of weeks in between and you may not. But in, in whatever space you have, even if it's you jump from this into a group and there's no lag, I would encourage you to create some space to go back over those Fridays, go back over those commitment days. Remind yourself of what God revealed to you on each of those days. Remind yourself of what that commitment is and then just ask him, what does that look like right now? Because maybe it's even changed a little bit between when you made the commitment and when you finished the book. Uh, what does that look like right now? And Lord, what is my first step or what is my best next step? And then be patient with yourself and give yourself grace because this, you may be able to commit to all eight of those things and and stay up with them because the, the Lord guides you in that and strengthens you for it and gives you the discipline that was not my experience. It took me years and years to develop these habits
1: and that's what I think is important is is not giving it's it's just not giving up right mm-hmm. and so like you said there's there it took you years to took me years to develop um mm-hmm. these practices still am there mm-hmm. are still you know so many days where I have to give myself grace, you have to give yourself mm-hmm. grace where uh whatever happens and 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 so. I think it's just not giving up. The reason why I love becoming more language so mm-hmm. much mm-hmm. and faithful and complete and generous, becoming more like Jesus is this is not a checkbox, you know, and we've talked about that before. This is not a checkbox. You, you have never arrived. Mm-hmm. And that's not to discourage you, it's to show you that, man, this is a marathon. It's not a sprint. There is lots of room for grace, but I just have to never give up, just keep on going. And what I don't, you know, what we don't want to happen is these 12 weeks to happen, these 13 weeks to happen. And then, um, because there's not this accountability, all of these things that we've done in making space for God to show up in our lives to make us more like his son, Jesus, we just, we just throw them by the wayside. You know, I don't want that to happen. Mm -hmm.
0: It's not going to happen. Right. Right. Perfect. Perfect. When I was teaching uh, in an effort to be encouraging and to spur us on to continue to just hone our craft and, and get better as educators, our principal used to like repeat this old cheer, good, better, best, never let it rest until your good is better and your better is the best. And at first I was like, that's encouraging. But then I looked at all of my peers and they were like, ugh, nothing's ever good enough. <laughs> Yeah. and it was like ooh that's uh, i like becoming more language so much more than that kind of language you know because because we shouldn't be striving there is a there is a song that we did at the winter retreat with our youth that says there's no striving just abiding in you that's the bridge and because it's modern worship it repeated the bridge like 74 times mm but it really like hammered that into my heart. And I was like, yes, because I tend to want to strive. That's like my default. We don't need to strive. We just need to remain in him, seek his will and his grace and his love and his support. Ask him for the strength to, to just keep, just keep going, just keep going and take it a day at a time. And Ask him, what does it look like to become more in an ever-increasing manner? That's that's the terminology that, that you so often attach to this is in an ever-increasing manner, which comes from Paul's words. Mm-hmm. So God, may we continue to become like your son in an ever-increasing manner, not by our own strength or through our own efforts, but by the grace and strength and sustaining love and power of the Holy Spirit. You know, and he's the one, we, we've said this,
1: at least a few times throughout these weeks, but he's the one that does the becoming more Mm -hmm. becoming more is not me earning and striving and Mm -hmm. achieving. And you know, it's, it's abiding Mm and showing up, making space. And he's the one that does the becoming more work. I, you know, there's a, there's a branch that's in my office from a vineyard. It sits on top of my bookshelf And it has never given me for the last several years, one grape. It's just, it's so frustrating. It's such a frustrating (laughs) branch. It hasn't given me one grape. And the reason why is because it's not connected to the vine. And Mm -hmm. so Jesus said, I am the vine. You are the branches. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Abide in me and and you will, you'll, you're going to bear fruit. You know, Mm -hmm. why? Because of all the striving that the branch did? No, because the branch was connected to that, which, provided throughout that branch all of the nutrients and everything it needed to produce fruit you know and so he's the one that does the becoming more in us
0: amen amen well would you uh close out our first season our final episode in this leg of the journey uh just with a prayer for our partners i'd love to
1: hey before i pray though let me let me just say this um those who are listening you know there's been so much work and prayer into pulling this, this first para journey, this first para group of groups together, right? There's been so much that's gone into this. And um, I've said this before, but James, you wrote a book, man. You, you wrote You wrote a book that has been helping people in this journey. And that's amazing. And not only that, but you've been pulling people together consistently and how you have the schedule worked out in your mind is I, I know it's not only in your mind, it's all over the place in your calendar and you're so s- structured. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I've missed two of these that I was supposed to be on and I'm like, <laughs> is there another pair of podcasts? <laughs> but you've pulled these people together in such a beautiful way to provide this resource. And, uh, I know like I'm speaking for, all of those who are listening and who've been on this journey, but we're so grateful for you, man. Thanks for your faithfulness. Like we talk about becoming more faithful. Mm-hmm. Thanks for taking this vision and just running with it, man, because, um, I, I, we can't even imagine mm-hmm. all of the growth that's happening in people's lives right. and the fruit that's, that's being produced mm-hmm. because of, um, their faithfulness. Yes, mm-hmm. but your faithfulness and pulling all this together. So love you, man. Thank Thanks, you, man. Thanks Thank for you. doing it. Let's pray. God, we thank you so much for our learners and our leaders throughout this para journey and we're so thankful for them. Thank you so much for all the sacrifices that they have made to show up and to be together to listen to podcasts, to make commitments and to read and to be vulnerable with each other. We we just what a gift that is we pray for them. We pray for both of them. Um, We pray for everybody that's listening, that we would just continue to make space, that we would provide lots of grace and know how much you love us and how this is a marathon, not a sprint, but just help us just keep making that space for abiding to happen. This world is so busy. We can get so stressed out by so many other things. Um, the things that are most important in our lives can, can so quickly just shift all the way down to the bottom to where we don't have any space for it anymore. And, and I pray that this becoming more through this para-journey, would only continue and that we would make space for that to happen and that it would be primary in our lives and that you would just keep growing all kinds of fruit in lives. Thank you so much for this journey together for two people, many groups of people being able to walk with and alongside one another and that they have become more like you, Jesus. Let that just keep continue. Keep, keep going on. Keep continuing in their lives. He who began a good work in them—that's you—will mm-hmm. be faithful to complete it. Mm-hmm. So keep on going, God, in their lives. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen.